When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. 29 years. Still swinging. We still swinging. All right, so Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy, they've done their job. Heck of a job. Knocked out the kickoff hour. They've got the day started. Eddie Van Adler joins us now. He'll give you the YouTube experience. He settles in. A lot to cover. Your phone calls will be a big part of that. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, over there he sits. The pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Bubba, how are you? I'm good, Rick Burgess. Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Dr. Hook in the medicine show. Life ain't easy. <laughs> no, it ain't. Well, it was interesting, no, it and I meant to get it in yesterday, and we didn't. We were recapping that barn burner uh, of national championship game. <laughs> By the way, people are just so mad. There's so much going on about that. People <clears throat> that didn't have a, a team in it, they're just saying, what a what a terrible waste, uh, what a horrible game, uh, unless you're a Georgia fan. but do so. You, do you think the committee – and look, when what it goes matchup. when it goes to twelve teams, a lot of this is going to work its way. Yeah, out. and maybe we should but, just. But keep like next that. year, next mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. do you think if TCU is a borderline team, do you think they will cringe before they cast that ballot? Well, even it, though they may be deserving it, to be it, in it, it was a tough day for the outside the Big Five yeah. uh, entries. Oh yeah, uh, because uh, the the outside the Big Fives really needed TCU to take Georgia to the wire or beat them. Yep. 
And uh, and that performance, we is, were all shocked by the Michigan game. And let me be, I, clear, be And let me be clear: taking that one game and making that kind of narrative isn't fair, right. but it is reality, right? Uh, and so, um, so anyway, I'm, I'm, you know, there's but sometimes it, things aren't fair, not, like like Doctor Hook yeah. in Medicine Show just said, life ain't. Any. Sometimes things shouldn't be the way they are. They just, but they are. Yeah, and and we shouldn't assume that TCU uh, is on the same level with Michigan just because they beat them in one game. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's or a, their conference. But I'm trying to find it, but something's going on with Twitter on my phone right now, and I don't know what's happening. But in, anyway, but I was trying to find it. But, you know, they were talking to I'll, – I'll summarize. They were talking to Kirby Smart, and they were trying to ask him, as they did any coach that had a, a team that became the dominant team of the era, and this applies to everything, okay? And they were asking him, well, how do you get here? And you know what he said? Well, can I just let everybody? There is no easy road. I mean, you you have to you have to sacrifice, you have to work your butt off, you have to bleed, you have to hurt, you have to be disciplined. Uh, this the, he said this doesn't just happen. No, you have to really put in. There's a cost. Uh, there's that's it. There's a cost to it. In that, and of course, some people get, aren't willing to do it. Right, that goes into the bigger thing. I mean, I, the, a, if we were all honest, Rick included, I remember being this way and, and still learning it. I, you know, some of us don't like what Jesus said when when he said, "Now, if you want to be my disciples, it's going to cost you. Deny self, die. That doesn't mean become a better version of your of yourself. It means you no longer exist. You'll now be a new creation mm-hmm. in me, and you're going to pick up a cross, which means you're going to continue to die." And and it's gonna cost you, and and the road to follow me is it's narrow, and he even says in his own words in Matthew seven it's hard, and most aren't willing to do it. As I said, uh, Jesus had was that way out ahead of the of, of the Marines. They said the few, the proud, the Marines. Jesus said the few, the humble, my disciples. Mm-hmm. You know, it, of course we got stories today. It's gonna concern us again. You know what? Here's one of the things that I was. Um, Speaking of difficult, here's one of the things that that's, I've noticed today. I was talking. I'm having the, I'm having a lot of fun with this uh, so far in 23, and we'll see how far it goes. But Sherry has made the commitment to get up with me now, and uh, for us to do go ahead and do our time in Scripture yeah. together before I leave. Well, today she got up. And I saw her in her just little face. She's just so sleepy, <laughs> making, make, making her little coffee, and she said, "You know what? I didn't realize. I actually do dream." She said, but the problem is that I usually sleep past REM, so I can't remember it. Right. But now I'm waking up in the middle of REM sleep while the dream is happening. She goes, and I realize I dream a lot more than I thought I did. She goes, she goes, no wonder you remember dreams, because you're waking up right after you had them. And I said, yeah, that, that's exactly right, by the way. So uh, so anyway, we, we'll unpack it. We we got a lot to, to do. We got hey, we got charity charge today, bud. We're gonna be handing out we're gonna be handing out money. Handing out checks got a good today. Check today. Uh, later today on the YouTube channel, uh, installment number two in our study of the revelation. And boy, this is already hey, we this is already a lot of fun. People, the way they act about the revelation is unbelievable. It it has been and I know why. I I know why, because I know human beings. Deep down we're like, okay, I want to know everything I want to know about the end. So the end kind of bothers us, doesn't it? It's, it, <laughs> it, 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 really sh- it really shouldn't because it actually was written as I began to study it and learn all the background on it. It was actually written, and, and Christ gave it to John. It was supposed to, ins- uh, to, to motivate and inspire the church that everything's going to be all right. Right. Now, but, but but what happens is if you're not right with God, you start thinking, well, this, this day of the Lord looks mm. – 
you know, where's the baby Jesus? Where's the where's the suffering serpent? And suffering servant days are over. But it is interesting. Some of it positive, some of it negative. The intrigue in it. But anyway, installment number two today. So that'll be live. And it's gonna, I'm, I'm really learning a lot, and it is fascinating. That'll be live today at noon central on our YouTube channel, and then then Adler archives it soon after for your own consumption on your own time. So that's happening today as well. So uh, let's jump in, boys. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what's going on. And, uh, you know, we mentioned on the show our old friend Gary Palmer. I see he's in the news today. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I heard this story yesterday, and I thought, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and, boy, they have jumped on them with two feet on them. Oh, yeah. I don't know where to stop. Bob. I didn't know the Golden Globes were happening again. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So whether we like to talk about it or not, life insurance is something that we all need. Now, there's no need to get complicated with it. And, uh, you know, somewhere Dave Ramsey is going, you tell him, Rick. Uh, we, here, here's how it needs to be. Uh, if we die before our loved ones, we want our loved ones to get a check so that they will be financially taken care of uh, that replaces what we provided for them. Is it any more complicated than that? All this other stuff where you try to uh, just just let's take it down to simplicity. Uh, and also another thing, could someone please simplify this process? Yes. The answer is yes, and that's ladder. Uh, ladder is 100% digital. No doctors, no needles, no paperwork when you apply for $3 million or less. So you thought when I said that it wasn't going to be a whole lot. No, if, if it's $3 million or down, no doctors, no needles, no paperwork. Uh, you just answer a few questions about your health in an application. Ladder's customers rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot. They made the Forbes Best Life Insurance uh, list. So if you would like to find out more, real simple again, just go to Ladder, like you, a ladder you would climb, L-A-D-D-E-R, ladderlife.com slash Bubba. Uh, also, ladderlife.com slash Bubba. There's no hidden fees. You can cancel any time, and you get a full refund. If you decide, you know, in 30 days you go, I don't know if I want to do this. Well, then fine, though. Then you're out. Not, not a problem. Okay? Life insurance. Trust your old friends, Rick and Bubba. Life insurance is going to cost more the older you get. Yes. So, so remember don't what, let 50 sneak up on you. Remember what life insurance really a is. A week makes a big difference. This is how <laughs> life insurance works. They say, we bet you won't die young. We go, I bet I will. So so anyway, uh, so the older we get, uh, you know, the, the, they're going to charge you more. Ladderlife.com slash Bubba. Uh, go get this done. Simple, reliable, and exactly what you're looking for. Thank you for being with us today. We start unpacking the stories. Uh, just when commercial air travel couldn't be any more complicated or dreaded, uh, it looks like, uh, and then there's more. Well, you know, we had the big Southwest debacle oh, yeah. uh, a couple of weekends ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a story this morning says the FAA has temporary, temporarily grounded all North American flights after a computer failure. The FAA says it's working to restore the system, performing final validation checks to reload it up uh, or reload it now. So we, we have a story on that? Yeah. Um, all North American flights? That's what it says. That's a big number. Okay. Yeah, thousands. Is this, is this real? Yeah. 
Yeah, breaking news. Several reports saying the FAA temporarily grounded all flights across North America. A critical computer system called the Notice to Air Mission System failed late last night. Yeah, so this is the system that gets time-sensitive information to pilots, even, even to airports quickly, really to help them plan routes. Now, no estimate of when this will be restored, but if you do have a flight scheduled for today, you're definitely going to want to check before heading to the airport. We have the latest on this developing story throughout Good Day. You can't have nothing. Okay. I mean, it is uh, a verified story now. Uh, Daily Mail also has it as their lead story. It says thousands, tens of thousands of passengers stranded after the FAA system outage. Pilots can't access, cannot access their flight plans. Yeah, and they're saying so, some functions uh, are beginning to come back online, but added it would take time to resolve 100%. It... Uh, Apparently happened this morning at 5:31 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I mean, you can't even you can't even have a North American flight. I'm telling you, air travel right now is so horrible and so unreliable. Um, it I, I just and it, and it and it really makes life really difficult because I know what I'm about to say sounds outrageous. Okay. But when people are putting together their plans of travel, yeah, there has to be some sort of timeline that is mostly dependable. Yeah, because yeah. you're trying to figure out when you need to leave. You're trying to be somewhere by a certain time. Um, I, I, you know, we're, we're getting spooked so bad um, uh, with the man church sending. You know, well, sometimes we fly our guys out, and it's a it cost us a fortune to fly private a fortune. And so we're trying to, we, but we've dabbled with commercial and I thought we had one uh, down in Tampa and I was excited because Dawson was sitting down there and I said, okay, well, we had one workout and Dawson said, I got to talk to you. And I said, what? Well, he goes, he goes, <laughs> by the really. way, if I'm not a diamond member, I didn't make that speaking engagement. Mm. He said, all my flights got quagged up. And because I was a diamond member, uh, a diamond member, I ended up getting there barely in time. I said, so if you weren't a Diamond member, if we'd send anybody else on our team, they wouldn't have made it. He goes, you would not have had a speaker. Mm. And see, I mean, you can't do that. I mean, I mean, can't we? Do y'all not understand what your job is? Your job is to get us safely. I don't have a problem with that. But this just being, just doing a poor job, just being, just just not being able to get the job done. Not anything about mm. safety. Just, just not. This, everything's fine. The planes are fine. The pilots are fine. But you can't get us from point A to point B in somewhat a time frame. That that part, I I just don't understand why y'all can't get that right. Uh, the FAA I mean, has just announced all flights in the United States are going to be grounded until nine a.m. Eastern time. And and uh, flight aware, which tracks delays and cancellations, showed nearly uh, twelve hundred flights to, from, and within the United States are being delayed as of about thirty minutes ago. Only ninety three flights are canceled so far, so they're pushing everything back. But some you just have to cancel. Yeah. So if you're if you're flying today, you need to check in immediately yes. with your carrier for updated information. And don't miss the domino effect has now started. Oh, oh yeah. You, you can say all day long, well, they're going to start back at nine Eastern. If but what that's going to cause? Yeah, but the the, the plane that should have left oh, at six was supposed to be somewhere else oh, at nine. You know? oh, oh, oh. The domino oh, effect. See, we've learned traveling over the years. I've watched that domino effect. Mm. You know, once you hear a little something, you think it doesn't affect you, but it does. It sure oh, does. Because yeah. here comes the domino.
know. Uh, all right, so we have some other things that we needed to cover. Um, Real quick again, yeah. if you are traveling to an airport this morning, all U.S. flights are grounded until 9 o'clock Eastern time because of a computer snafu that happened about two hours ago. Mm. So no planes today, folks, for a little while, and it is going to be backed up when it starts. So check uh, with your provider right now about uh, – how your schedule is going to be affected. Whoa, Domino. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime I see any of our acquaintances or friends pop up in the headlines, uh, it always gets uh, Speedy's attention than our attention. Uh, you know, we, we have uh, various representatives and senators on the program. Some of them we're just getting to meet. Some of them, some we've known for years. Gary Palmer we've known for years. Yeah, a long time. Long uh, before he was in politics. Or as we call him, Mr. Excitement. Right. Or as Greg calls him, old number six. That's right. So, uh, so anyway, but Gary Palmer, uh, <laughs> when you think of a think tank, you think of Gary. He's brilliant. He knows the Constitution forward and backward. It's good to have him smart cookie uh, out there uh, representing America. Uh, and he has taken uh, the Biden administration to task. Well, Rick, I heard this story yesterday that some officials, bureaucrats, mm-hmm. in the government were considering banning gas stoves. Unbelievable. Banning them. Un- unbelievable. And I'm like... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've had electric. I've had gas. Wait a minute. That's a, minute. a consumer choice, not a government choice. That's right. And I'm thinking, what is the problem? Well, they're they're saying, well, there's some emissions here, and it could be bad. I, I I'm Causes gonna I'm gonna jump kids. ahead. Yeah. I'm gonna jump ahead and say this. I bet it has nothing to do with that. This is the environmental wackos again. Don't want to see a flame on anything because they think it's global warming. Right. I, I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm gonna predict when all the layers of the onion is peeled off, it goes back to the environmental wackos that are in our bureaucrats in our government. Right. Well, Gary Palmer and several other high ranking officials said, "Just hold the phone, just a minute. We're not going to have some unelected." person barking out we're going to ban stoves that ain't happening no, ain't happening no. in this country while i'm here okay and i appreciate him making that stand yep. mm-hmm. yeah he's saying they don't have the power to do this and they shouldn't be given this power it's no. not they don't have this power well they think they do and they do if they get away with it right that's, that's the, the key. point that's the key and you know there may be some safety issues with it i don't know well yeah but let's look at let's let the science dictate that not a bureaucrat who probably has some other motive uh, in in mind in all this. And most of the time, the correct use of a gas uh, oven or stove or whatever, it's it's about the ventilation. And if you're not ventilating it properly, of course it can be dangerous. But anything can be if you don't do it right. And if you don't have the proper uh, precautions on electricity, it can be dangerous. That's so right. I was just about to say Anytime that. we have we use power to do something, uh, you have to use it within the context of how it was designed and built. Yeah, and you're right. They're using, as they always do, the, the tactic that the government has used to grab power since the fall of all creation <clears throat> is fear. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, this is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to get y'all. It's killing people. You know, there's not, there's really, like y'all said, with electricity or gas. You got me a minute ago. Yeah, with, 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 you know, with electricity or, uh, and or gas, there's always... Uh, potential for user error. 
Yes. Uh, yes. Are there to be something that happened beyond anybody's control? I mean, we've heard electrical fires. We've heard of gas fires. Uh, you know, there's the electrocution. Uh, I breathe. I'm breathing in yeah. gas. You're always going. Yeah. That. It, it, that it, you can't say that gas is dangerous. Electricity isn't. Uh, or batteries are not dangerous, but everything else is. Solar is not dangerous, but everything else is. See, you're you're you hit it the nail on the head. Now we're getting into propaganda and agendas. We're not really talking about truth. No, no. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Gary came out. Uh, Representative Gary Palmer, Alabama six. He doubled down on his criticism of the Biden administration after the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, the USCPCS, uh, SC. Uh, said it was considering a potential ban on gas stoves. The idea went back to the drawing board following swift criticism from lawmakers and consumers. As I said yesterday, this is Gary Palmer talking, unelected bureaucrats should not have the type of power to even consider such an action. It's time to rein in the Biden administration and their continual desire to control American lives and decisions. Manchin also mad. You knew he, you know, he's, it's always interesting to watch him. He, no. says, he said the federal government has no business telling American families how they cook their dinner. Now, Rick, get this. The, <laughs> the commissioner, Rich, whoever his name is, of the USCPSC, <laughs> clarified a potential ban on gas stoves and said it would only impact new products. Well, once again, you're telling me how I have to cook dinner. I, I'm so against the government being in our pants on every single thing we do or up our skirt. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Well said. Well, I am. I'm just tired of it. They're going to tell you, I mean, from the womb to the tomb, every single detail of how you got to live your life. Well, and I'm anti that, and I think the people that started this country was anti this. Now, this sounds like from the Rick and Bubba show, when when we say, is this your biggest problem? Manchin goes on to say, if the Consumer Product Safety Commission if this is what they're working on, we need to re- uh, re- reevaluate the entire commission. This is what you're doing? Yeah. This is what you're concentrating on? And I love this. I don't know who Kenny Webster is, but he says, <laughs> I can't wait to see the headlines when the feds raid Jill Biden's private home to confiscate her criminal gas stove. Yeah. I got to tell you, we on a personal <laughs> note, Rick, we, uh, we, just, we just put one of these in. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason. See, I like things to be better. I yeah. like excellence. Yeah. We just put one of these things in, and there is a saying: "Cooking now, we're cooking with mm-hmm. gas." Hey, there's the hey. It's much better. Yeah, it is it's much better. Easier to control the heat. And they're not taking mine well, away. It, up, down, up, down. You know, there, it, there's, but, but there's let people choose. Yeah, yes. there's different applications. There's some people probably like the convenience of electric. Some people sure. like the uh, some of the benefits of gas. But you know what? That's our your choice. decision. Yes, yeah. that's not our some choice. pointed head. Got degrees all over the wall, mm-hmm. liberal. Yeah. Who ain't never done anything in the real world sitting up in DC somewhere? You know what this is? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Abs- it is. No, it's absolutely asinine. Thank you. I'll upgrade. I'll upgrade. Yeah, I like Aha. that too. That was the highest level of stupidity that my dad used to talk about. Asinine. So when you hit asinine, you're there. I, that's, that's, I knew that was it. <laughs> well, we were, we were. The old meter was pegged out. Let yeah. me tell you what's going to happen. We have a story today that, that y'all may have touched on the kickoff hour, but we'll get to that. Now the word field is being out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's being removed. Yeah. Listen, we're going to get to the point. We saved that for y'all. Unbelievable. We're going to get to the point to where, just like Helmsy said, generations will use the phrase "Now you're cooking with gas." And our current society will decide that that's a mean thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> because right. it's dangerous. Because yeah. it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, so here's I, I the thing. If you, if consumer, product, con- consumer product safety people, whatever your title is and whatever your 
you know, writing a memo trying to tell us how smart you are and what you've done for the country today. If there is scientific proof, publish the proof, let us make the decision. Mm -hmm. If we want to poison ourselves with gas and, and chemicals coming off our gas stove, let it be our decision. It's not yours. Wait a minute. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> this just Bubba, Bubba, you were looking for the angle. It just said this. They've just discovered that if, you'll, if you're vaccinated, the gas won't bother you. Right. Oh, good, <laughs> sir. Good. And that's a whole other topic we got to cover today. Gas stoves are in 40% of U.S. homes. Sure. And, um, to Bubba, to your point, there's just this, been this recent thing that came out that 12% of childhood asthma cases can be tri- contributed or attributed to gas stoves. But that's in one well, research. You, well, that's you know in, what? That's those, only in one example. The, the 12%, those families ought to look at electric. Yeah, there you go. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And Rick, we need to remind everybody again, because I know a lot of folks, uh, if you're in the morning time listening to this and you have a flight today, all U.S. flights have been grounded until 9 o'clock Eastern time due to a computer snafu. So you need to check in with your provider if you're headed to the airport this morning. Have you noticed, and I've known this for 29 years, Bubba, there's certain things that fire us all up individually, mm-hmm. and he loves breaking news. He loves he breaking get, news. He gets an official voice. He's got an he's official voice that he goes he's to. He's in it, and yeah. he's got even an official right. posture. Yeah. Yeah. He even sits aside. I, I, think, I think inside him, there is, they're, they're way back. It's You know how you say Layton? <laughs> I, I think is a news anchor. A news breaking anchor. news. Yeah. That you and know, weather. Yeah, he, want, he wants to be, and no, well, that applies. Yeah. And, uh, and Rick, he, I'm, so I'm, I'm in okay. my serious voice. Right. Now, y'all calm down. Stop all this foolishness. I know if I'm headed to the airport this morning, this show is probably going to be the first thing a lot of people do. <laughs> of right, course. Right. And, Everybody and, goes here to find yeah. out what the, the, the great journalism yeah. that we produce. Well, yeah. no, I think they're just going right. to be listening yeah, anyway. Right. So got a little bit of wing sauce on my they lip, don't wanna, they don't wanna, They don't want to <laughs> get to the parking lot and go, what? No flights. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you don't. But he does have an official voice he gets in. And that's the same one that he used during the Topaz thing. Yes, it was. that's what made the whole bit. It was. It was. A procedure call. That was the whole joke of the whole thing. By the way, speaking of weather, and I meant to say this on yesterday's show. Two things I missed on yesterday's show was a span comment and this picture that was sent to me with me with a blazing mullet. But anyway. You didn't show that? We are. We'll show it. Come on, Adler's fine. Hold on. Bring it up. Just a minute. I'll tell you. But let me get this one first. So you know, Bubba and Span, they love to get on the air with me and bring up something that's kind of, you know, Poindexter, geeky, and then and, and then ask me if I'm going. And then yeah. every, hey, they always love my comments. No, I'm sorry. I'm scheduled to eat nails. Or yeah. I was, I'm scheduled to lay on broken glass. Yeah. You know, I'm scheduled to paint be, to watch drugs. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Schedu- I'm scheduled to be drugged by a horse. <laughs> you know, th- this kind of stuff. So anyway, uh. but Span did not help himself. Monday night. He did not help himself. Uh-oh. You know, I follow Span on social media because I, I like what he's saying about the weather, and I just enjoy Span anyway. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm sitting there. We're moments from kickoff, and he tweets out, Weather Brains is about to start. And, oh, and I, I sat back. I said, Span, that you have geeked out on doing a weather brains in the middle of the college national championship football game. Now, after the game started, I realized probably that was right. a better choice. <laughs> Maybe but, he can see in the future. And if you don't believe yeah. me, just look at the horrible ratings that ESPN is trying to clean up today. Yeah. They lost a lot of money in that second half. They sure yeah. did. But but anyway, they said some of the lowest. Thanks, state, committee. But but what I'm saying is. How geeky are you to say let's get together and talk about weather during the football game, the championship? Yeah, who scheduled that? I, I thought, my goodness, man, you can't be. I even looked before I 
had a little fun with him. I even looked to be sure that wasn't an old tweet that I was just now <laughs> yeah, seeing. Right. And then I saw it was just a few minutes ago that he put it out. I'm like, Weather Brains is going to sit around and talk about weather during this game? So, of course, it turned out to be a better, like I said, a better decision. Yeah. So the other was, so mom and dad, now with them living in the their, their retirement community, it's it's pretty common now that they they you know all this moving you find old pictures you find this you find that. Did they know about the planes being ground? <laughs> they, 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 well, let me tell you something. They do now, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and so anyway, um, and then of course you have people sending them stuff from over the years and Dad's coaching career and and all this. But Greg, you'll you'll be my witness on this. We grew up in a house very common of the generation our parents came from. Long hair on men. Thumbs down, no. double thumbs. You want me to down. describe what Dad called it? But uh, probably no. not. No, I can't do no, it. Probably no, not. No, no. So when very we, loud. No, Junior. When we didn't, <laughs> when we didn't pay our own bills, our hair was short. Yeah. Because they, yeah. We, we cut it the way they yeah. said to. I know it's a strange concept yeah. that when somebody else is paying your bills and they're in authority over you, do what they say. Rick, sure. there's a reason <laughs> right. why my hair is so. Sh- and I know this is a weird concept right. in today's age. I'm still scared of my dad. That's correct. <laughs> That's why my hair that. is the way it is today. Yeah, I keep because you short. don't want to hear it, right? I yeah. don't want to hear it. So anyway, Greg and I, of course, we became rockers, and we had to let we had to <laughs> keep let mine it. short too. <laughs> mine passed away right. like yeah. seventy nine. <laughs> goes yeah. back to me. It goes back to me wearing the suit when I preached at a Baptist church. I don't know what my grandparents can or can't see, but I ain't taking no chance. No. Rick, believe it or not, I've looked back at pictures when I was in college and stuff like that, yeah. and they weren't around as much, and I could get away with some stuff. Mm-hmm. I had some nice flowing hair. Okay. I do this today. Respect Mac Daddy. Right. That's all this is. This literally happened. I went off to Troy to play football, so I was gone for like 13 weeks without ever seeing anybody until the first game. Okay, well, I grew my hair the whole 13 weeks. So mom and dad show up before I thought they were going to. Mm. Dad had to come to something in Montgomery for coaches. Uh, they came a, a couple of weeks before I thought they were yeah. coming. And I'm in the dressing room, and the guys come and said, hey, your mom and dad's outside. And I said, what? And they said, yeah, they, they said they were coming through. They want to know if you want to go uh, get something to eat. And I walked out with my hair long. And my dad, it was so deadpan. And I said, hey, good to see you. I didn't know you all coming. They said, yeah, we was thinking about maybe. I know you got to do some stuff, and you got some meetings. But after you're done and go get your hair cut, meet us over at Western Sizzling. <laughs> and I mean, he just said it. So, yeah. so And, and yeah. then I go in yeah. there. I'm new to this obviously. place. I said, where do people cut hair here? Yeah. And they said, you're going to get a haircut today. I said, absolutely I am. <laughs> and so, there was no social media yeah. to tell on us. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway. So when I got out on my own, you know, Greg yeah. and I, we became rockers. We had to let it flow. Well, the mullet was king. And so I grew a smoking, I'm talking about Billy Ray Cyrus, yeah, jealous, yeah. smoking Joe mullet. Dirt. And here, here's a picture of it right oh here. My oh, my look, yeah. look at that sweet yeah. thing. Look at that Kentucky I waterfall. That's Jay Brown, you would. Yeah, great Jay it Brown. Is. So anyway, Jay. Jay Brown's wife sent this picture to mom the other day. Look at that. And uh, oh, that throwing it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look, look, Greg, look, look, look deep into that face. I, that, <laughs> that guy, I got, I, that guy was trouble right there. Yeah, he was. You, know, he was. But, you could see. But trouble. look, look at that. Look at that flowing mullet. I mean, you could thing, land an airplane. You know, if, on if, it. Would, <laughs> it if you would dye your hair blonde right there, you are John Daly. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that wow. is correct. Good night. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Always a little bro. bloated.
<laughs> just slightly bloated. Hey, going hard, not a lot of sleep. No, I'm <laughs> running hard. A bit of water. Night. Holding on to water a little yeah, bit. Yeah, gotta hydrate. <laughs> gotta hydrate. Sure, sure. <laughs> not, not real strong. Uh, not, like we said the other day, gastrointestinal floor, not real good here. Not great. <laughs> right. That's, uh, Eat when you can. That's right. That's right. Anything that yeast can do to you is being done. Uh, <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Got a boat ramp on the back of my head. Right. Not many alarms. I, I like it. I think that's a good look for you. I do what too. A, bring it back. What do you yeah. think one more time? One, one more, more time. Mullet, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the hour. We'll be back. Buffalo Wild Wings, they're here. And uh, we'll find out what you've already done. And we'll give you an opportunity to do more just by eating great food. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Well, I will tell you that uh, one of the things that we talk about on the show, and, and there's other meats that are available from Moink, uh, but, you know, we're, we're Southerners, uh, you know, we're Gentiles, so, so we get to eat pork. Um, but, but, you know, not all pork's the same. Uh, I mean, that, that's, that's one of the problems. Uh, you know, just like a, a lot of other things, I don't know why we as a country have made a decision to be totally dependent on the Chinese for everything. I mean, that doesn't even make sense to me. 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company that is owned by the Chinese, and the way that they you know, raise the hogs, the way that they produce the, uh, the pork has actually been, been banned uh, in, in 160 countries, including China, yet some of the pork on the grocery aisle every day you know, is um, this has been done, the, the workaround. Well, with Moink, they deliver grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon, and they do that right to the door. And the Moink farmers, they're the kind of farmers like your mama and your papa. I mean, you know, you remember that? You went to see your grandparents' farm. They were true farmers. Um, and, uh, and Moink meat tastes like it's supposed to because why? The family farm does a better job. Bottom line. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash bubba right now, and the listeners of our show will get free filet mignon in every order for a year. That's one year you get the best filet you've ever tasted, but that's for a limited time. Go to M-O-I-N-K moinkbox.com slash bubba. And Bubba, do you hear that familiar sound, my friend? Rick and Bubba, Buffalo Wild Wings Charity Charge. As the Rick and Bubba family, uh, if you are anywhere visiting or living in the great state of Alabama, you can head out to any participating Buffalo Wild Wings uh, when we do our Charity Charge uh, opportunities. Uh, and the last one, you went out and enjoyed delicious food from the participating Buffalo Wild Wings. Tim Spencer is here, 
And Tim, once again, the Rick and Bubba audience clearly responded. Yes, we did. Christmas time, it looks like everybody was out in the <laughs> shopping centers and helped us out uh, for another successful one. But right. you know what? He, you hear that noise? Yeah. And it doesn't mean charity charge. It means Bubba and Greg know what they're having for breakfast. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, our show was so – we've been so innovative on so many things. Now, the industry <laughs> would disagree, but but when 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 did we decide – that you eat certain foods at certain times of the day. Correct. When did that happen? I mean, I don't know who declared that. Uh, wings are not a breakfast food. Who said? Well, you, Where did that come from? And you even have people that go, I like to have breakfast for dinner. Fine. Right. But what about dinner for breakfast? What's wrong? Why, you can't have one and not be able to have the what's other. What's the big deal? Unfair. Yeah. So Onion rings are good whenever you get them. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and, you know, we were talking about no no two onion rings are the same. Just because a restaurant says they have onion rings yeah. doesn't mean you, they're going to deliver. You guys have great ones. Yes, you you do. Thank you. Uh, Community, speaking of food, Community (laughs) Food Bank of Central Alabama, they benefited from the last charity charge. Nicole Williams is here today uh, from uh, the Community Food Bank of Central Alabama. Nicole, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's our pleasure. So those that went out to the Buffalo Wild Wings locations and they sacrificed by eating delicious food, uh, 10% of those food sales on that night, now that day, goes to you. So tell those people what they just did and how that works. What what did they benefit? Well, y'all, we're the Community Food Bank of Central Alabama, and our job is to feed our neighbors in need. And so we are so honored to um, really be there for neighbors that are having a hard time uh, making ends meet, especially right now with gas prices and inflation and things like that. Um, we, we have a lot of just our neighbors that are, are really struggling, and uh, we're here for them. So, And I think that's something, though, that sometimes people are shocked by. You, you see, and there's nothing wrong with helping people all over the world. We certainly do that, too. Uh, but I think a lot of times we think, well, our country is so bountiful and so blessed, and there's so much food that we really don't have a problem in our country or where, where you live, or even in your state, and you guys see on the front lines that that actually isn't true. Our own neighbors really need help. That's true. We, we have people, you know, that are, are deciding between paying rent or maybe um, buying medications. A lot of the things um, that cost money in our lives um, are, are set amounts. You know, you've got to pay your power bill. You've got to pay your rent. And the thing that can give is the money that you spend on food. And so a lot of times that's where families um, make cuts. And um, we want to make sure that families and children and people really have good and nutritious food to eat. It's so important for kids, especially. And that's, that's key, too, not just any food. You know, the, the food that your body needs. Absolutely. Yeah and, yeah. and and you guys are so efficient with money, which I want everybody to know that. One dollar, you guys squeeze how many meals out of that? Four meals. Four meals out of a dollar. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. We just fed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about that. Think about that. If you donate, if you went out and ate, and and then by the time you were all done, and the people around you, ten dollars went. You just did forty meals. (laughs) Yeah, forty meals with ten bucks. Yeah, we can we can stretch those dollars by buying in bulk, and obviously a a lot of great people donate food to us. um, uh, What we call retail reclamation that comes from grocery stores, and um, the community donates food, and and that's how we're able to really stretch those dollars and and the food that we're able to, you know collect from the community and, and really just get that to the people that need it. That's great. It, it really is. And I know there's a lot of people that participate, uh, you know, be, you know, providing what you guys go and buy. 
at, at the same time. So it's, it's a great system. It is true that we do have a lot of food in our country, but what isn't true, and sadly, sadly, now more than ever, what isn't true is that somebody's money goes as far as it once did. Uh, right now, food yeah. for everybody costs more. And so really now, more than ever, you guys sadly are probably needed. Yeah, absolutely true. And, you know, I mentioned families and children, but we also want to support our seniors. You know, unfortunately, Alabama ranks in the top 10 um, uh, need for seniors. Um, And so we want to we want to take care of of those folks that have, you know, given to our community for years and years. And maybe you're on a fixed income and needing to buy medication. So we we really want to take care of, of, of our seniors. Well, it's one of the reasons that Buffalo Wild Wings and all of us wanted to embrace you guys, because your message really is quite simple. Uh, it's not complicated, uh, and the need is easy to see, but also the need is also easy for those of us that have a little extra income or, in this case, just went and ate the food that we could avoid, afford so others could get food maybe they can't afford. That's right. So, Tim, tell us how it went. Well, if if we're spending a dollar for four people, man, that's a lot of math. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> so you, you don't wait it off on quite an equation there. <laughs> no. Uh, it's too early. So we we were able to donate four thousand five hundred dollars. So that feeds eighteen thousand people. Eighteen thousand meals, baby. Yep, that's awesome. Thank y'all that so much. Awesome. That's, that's fantastic. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Well, and and again, you also are one of those organizations that um, uh, that that kind of money, as what you just clearly showed, means a lot. Yes. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm so. excited for that one. Everybody supported it. It's not us, man. It's, it's the guests that come in. That's right. The uh, team members we have serving the people. Um, you know, we just get to sit here and talk about it a little bit. So the locations for you to participate are Alabaster, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama on 280, Gardendale, uh, uh, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, downtown Birmingham on 4th Avenue South, Trustville, Pell City, Oxford, and Chelsea. So uh, it, it, there's another opportunity coming up on Monday, and I just, uh, on, on behalf of the show and our family, want to thank you guys that, um, you know, years ago we, we, we have some that, that are evergreens. They come around at a certain time every year, uh, and one of those is the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund uh, because this is the month that we remember, uh, you know, what the show went through and, and what our family went through when uh, William Bronner Burgess uh, went to be uh, with his perfect father uh, on January the 19th of 2008. So as that day approaches, uh, the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund will benefit from Monday's uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Charity Charge. And, and, and really, the, the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund is very straightforward. We follow the instructions of Christ. Christ said, work in, work in your Jerusalem, work in your Judea, work in your Samaria, and work to the ends of the earth. So we give grants uh, that benefit evangelical ministries that are in our own city, that are in our own state, that are in our own country, and all the way to the ends of the earth and the work that uh, you guys are doing. But I do want to take a moment to also thank, because we don't do fundraisers, and we try to provide uh, for the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund through the sale of BuzzBox Coffee, uh, through the sale of Sherry's book, uh, through speaking engagements when the two of us go out, and and we we put uh, you know percentages of that uh, into the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund, and that's how we fund it. So those of you that at times just say you didn't ask me to, but I'm going to donate anyway because I want to be part of it. We want to thank you so much, and a lot of you did that at the end of the year without any prompting at all, which was very kind. But also Tim. 
you did this without prompting too, saying, well, we can, we can help. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, for, for every dime that is raised for the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund, uh, it, it impacts so many things all over the world, but most importantly, uh, the number of people that have come to know Christ. Wow. Right. About eternity. Uh, so, so that'll be, uh, we'll benefit, uh, the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund will be benefit from Monday's charity charge. You know, it's, it, when we first started this now, I, I, man, Bob, I think we're going on four or five years yeah, now I know. and we're going to do it again this year. Um, it, it's really not a question in our, in our mind to do this. It, it, like you've said multiple times, it's a win for everyone involved. Win, 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 win. And for us to be able to now say there's recurring charities we can help, it's, it's, it's cool to see that what it's evolved into. Yeah, really. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And, and also, Nicole, thank you for the incredible work you guys do. And I think all of us together want to, in unison, thank that audience out there That's that, right. oh, yes. that responds to Name this. One. Uh, and, and, and makes it happen. So thanks to all of you. And uh, so you'll see the work being done through the Community Food Bank of Central Alabama. Maybe you didn't get involved in this. You didn't have a chance to get involved with this, but you'd still like to help them. Uh, we've put their uh, uh, website in show notes today, feedingal.org, and you can go there and see that, and you can come alongside the Community Food Bank of Central Alabama uh, on your own if you'd like to. So that's there. Thanks again, Nicole. Appreciate you guys very much. Tim, thank you, thank you for what you've already done. Done, and thank see you. everybody on Monday. That's right, and what you continue to do. Another opportunity at those participating locations on Monday the 16th, benefiting the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. Our number's 866-WE-BE-BIG. we got more stories to cover, and we look forward to chatting with you when the Rick and Bubba Show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well... The Pentagon officially, in my opinion, way later than they should have, uh, the Pentagon, Pentagon has officially dropped Biden's COVID vaccine mandate for the U.S. military after more than 6,000 of our bravest uh, were discharged because they refused to take the shot. And not only that, it has dramatically hurt our recruitment of new soldiers. Yes, it has. Uh, the Pentagon officially dropped the policy uh, nearly 17 months, Rick, after it was imposed. But y- you say they officially did it. It was written into the defense budget. They had to do it. There you <laughs> so go. They, they were forced to make this decision. Um, and, again, the, the recruiting, they're calling it a recruiting crisis now for new troops. So you're going to see some real bonuses and some real perks to get people joining the military. And, Rick, I don't know if you saw, it was a major fall-off. I don't have that number right in front of me on this page right? because I've been monitoring the airports. But um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me tell you something. Okay, I got it here. Uh, Let's see. This is – okay, this is the ones that have been discharged. Over 3,700 Marines, 1,800 soldiers – over 2,000 sailors have been discharged for refusing to get vaccinated. So let me throw this out, and this is why people were reluctant. I talked with someone who has great expertise and has worked many years in the pharmaceutical industry, and I'll leave it at that. And we said it on the show yesterday, and I said, was that accurate? He said 100%, which I know is a new thing we love to all say, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said it was impossible 
He said, I'm not sitting here saying that we didn't need to try to do something. Don't hear me say that. He said, but we took all of the research and development rules and we trashed them because we were in an emergency. Right. And because we did that, it was a lie and impossible for us to tell the American people the vaccines were safe and effective. He said that was that was an impossible statement to make. So it just wasn't true. We didn't know that. I don't know why we would say that. It would be okay to say we think or we hope that they're going to be safe and effective. We believe they will be, but not emphatically. Get in line, safe and effective. If you don't do it, you hate your neighbor, and you're a bad person, and you're going to die. Well, they and, sold uh, it as a vaccination, like and what we all think of when you get your shots before you go it. to school, and you're done with it for your whole life. You know, you, you build up that immunity, your body stays with it. We didn't know it was going to be like the flu shot, that it was going to last a few months, and then you had to reload, reload, reload. On a sad note, is it tied, is it not, we don't know. Air Force football player Hunter Brown suffered a medical emergency on his way to class Monday and died 21 years old, mm. dropped dead. Uh, well, they, they th- had life-saving goes, uh, measures, uh, yeah. but they were unsuccessful. We don't know. We don't know. Offensive lineman on the football team. But the first thing that comes to mind to many of us who know people who've had bad reactions to this, mm-hmm. was he vaccinated? And probably was. Well, if, if, I had to he, guess. If, if he's in the Air Force Academy, uh, I would, uh, like you, I don't think I'm on shaky ground to say he was probably made to. Now, there's also a new story out today. False claim COVID vaccines linked to athletes' cardiac arrest comes from blog, not real research. Now, I understand that uh, how these things can get legs and go, but I do think it is a fair question. Were these people who suffered out of the ordinary physical anomalies, were they tied, were they vaccinated? It's a fair question. Well, now, it, I'm not saying, and here's the problem, because they won't address it straight up, honestly and transparently. It gives the, the, it gives the view that they're hiding something because they won't discuss it. Now, if you're transparent, so say, look, this guy like uh, Damar Hamlin, which you haven't heard a whole lot about his heart, since he had cardiac arrest. No. They haven't come out and said the rhythm of his heart got off because of direct trauma. Okay. that's I can, I, I'm good with that. I can believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't come out and said that he had an enlarged heart. He had a family history. He had something going on with his heart that wasn't right to begin with. Hadn't said that. Quiet as a mouse. We're all wondering, could this be the fluid that builds up around the heart that we have seen as a side effect in a few people from the vaccine, and, and they won't they won't comment on. Okay, that's the root. You even asking that question is is uh, unethical, unfair. You're not being good. You're not being honest with it. No, it's a fair question. Give us a fair and honest answer, and we can move on. Well, you won't believe what we say. Well, you know what? There's a reason for that because you seem like you've been hiding the answer. It, the sooner you come out and address it, we can move on. Mm-hmm. If it is, if it ain't, just tell us the truth. Give us the facts. And though. you're right. What, what's causing this, anytime you walk up to somebody saying, I'd like to ask you, but no, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. If you're not allowed, to Bubba's point, to ask the question, that always sends off alarms. Babylon B, even making fun of it, it's got a bunch of people in lab coats, uh, like a bunch of doctors, and I love this. Experts say they don't know what thing is causing everyone to suddenly collapse, but it's definitely not that one thing. 
Right. That they can't yeah. mention. Yeah. Good <laughs> night. I, I mean, that's how silly this has become. And we're talking about life and death here. And the reason why it gets people kind of uncomfortable, these are young, healthy people by all accounts. So uh, what was it? Rick, the, here's I guess the thing. The let's, sixth, let's say right? I am a vax guy, okay? I believe in the vaccine. I think everybody ought to have it. But when I see these issues, I go, guys, we need to address the issue, not bury it. Because when we bury it, we only build up people's disbelief in this. Go ahead, Speedy. No, I was just going to say CBS uh, Sports, I guess, uh, interviewed Fauci, and he said it was ridiculous to even ask about So you're not even allowed to ask. Well, why can't I ask the question? Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Welcome back, America's Newsman. William E. <laughs> the doctor. Yes, the doctor is in. Let's bring out the doctor. Uh, flights resuming nationwide very shortly. They said that uh, Atlanta Hartsfield is already operating on partial flights, and so is Newark. And it looks like Reagan International in D.C. has some planes coming in now. So. They're going to try to get all that back going. If you miss, if you missed it earlier, all the planes Breaking were grounded news. this morning. Breaking news. Yep. But they're they're back now. Yep. Looks like we're <laughs> we're slowly but surely starting to get back. Thank you, William. Thank you, Doctor William E. Bussey, America's welcome, news sir. anchor. Uh, also, Glad I could help. Don't forget installment two of the Revelation today in the Wednesday Bible Study, noon Central, one o'clock Eastern, live archived soon after. And available for your own consumption. Rick, I need to hold my ear when I do that. You do. Mm-hmm. You remember the guy on Laugh-In that used to do What was his name? Oh, yeah. Gary. Uh, Greg, you ought to know that. I know. Gary. Yeah, he was famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burbank DJ. What was his well, name? Well, I remember that the, the, the great the, yeah, Dave Malcolm Fitz, Street did it. Dave, Dave Fitz would do it if you needed it, to. And what it oh, was, oh, yeah, for, it for all of you you know, newbies in the business that haven't been around long, right. back before they had really good he- That's him. That's him right there. Yeah. When you... Um, when you didn't have headphones, and the headphones are, you know, were not as plentiful back then, good ones and amplifiers to be able to hear yourself on. If you if you if you covered up your ear, you could hear yourself. Yeah, I internally like that now. talk. Mm-hmm. You, you see people ear, singing. You can it. hear yeah. what you're saying. I was a little disappointed, by the way, right. on that. I tried to That's give you that in that picture Adler showed after the break when I went to see that play where they did it's a wonderful life on the radio right yeah. i'm at the microphone doing that yeah and, and you yeah. didn't you didn't give me anything on it. well i, I thought you were scratching i noticed your it hands. but Sorry, i just rick. didn't think anything about it because it was so natural yeah yeah, yeah. uh so anyway go ahead, rick. Uh, <laughs> biden in the news did he go right where, where? where did he go everybody yep, yep. <laughs> Anybody know? Basement Joe. Where did it go? Basement Joe. By the way, that also helps if you ever have to sing with an echo. You can do that too. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) You pulled the music down. He was still singing. That was so good. I think you're going to have to continue that, Greg. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Bubba, I put my hand in my ear when I auditioned for Pentatonic. So we told you that Biden was not going to be held to the same standard. That Trump was held to, and really today, even Biden's own standard. Yeah, yeah, right. So, and today, Joey Behar, everybody's favorite, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> that's mild. <laughs> she's gonna, she's gonna tell us just straight up why we're, why they have a double standard. That's right. Yeah. But anyway, Biden at first uh, was on sixty minutes back in September, uh, and he's reacting to classified documents being found at. 
Trump's private Now listen to this. Joe Biden is telling you the standard for this happening. And now he's caught up in it, right? And do you think it will be the same no, standard? Bubba, no, no way, no way. Uh, let's Where see what let's go? see what the president says about people mishandling classified documents. And you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. That's right. What did you think to yourself, looking at that image? How that could possibly happen? How one anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that I mean names of people who helped or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. And you don't know. Hmm. Uh, so let me ask you, Mr. Ah. President. You have classified documents was found in your office in your think tank from back in your VP days. What would you say to that? I would say totally irresponsible totally. because if it's one way, we have to have it both ways. Sadly, if you ask him now, he's just going to say, "I don't know what you're talking about." And yeah, he said he didn't. He, he wasn't said, aware yeah. of it. And he he's said not, that yesterday. And he's not going to be lying. He really doesn't know. <laughs> but why the double standard by by the media? Why the double standard? Well, Joey Behar, uh, you know everybody's favorite, as as Bubba said, nice, kind person who's on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Behar. Uh, probably Joey Behar could be used in the future to torture terrorists. I think calling uh, her yeah. a twit is a compliment. It, it is. It is. <laughs> well, it's a little disrespectful it to twits. It could be a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> I the only, tell you that. The only people you've upset are twits. Cut yeah. that mic off. I can give you another one. No. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> she is going to tell us. I'll why, spell it. She's going to tell us why Trump doing this is different than Biden doing oh, okay. it. Here we go. And you don't know. Uh, I still got that one running. That's <laughs> okay. I, mean, I, mean, voice. I thought, boy, Whoopi. Scott Pelley yeah. sounds a lot like yeah. Whoopi. When Good Whoopi's night. face was up there with that voice, I thought, well, i got to find her pronouns. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Really, I, but, mean, I, I think that no, what you just said is yeah, right, that, yeah. that there are differences in what happened. Yes, but you know, the are not good. Well, we no. all know that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know? <laughs> we know that. The thief. Don't so miss it's thief. it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's partly what's going on. But what I think also is going on, no matter really? what the truth of it is, Whoopi, they will spin it, Bubblehead and Marjorie Taylor and that crowd, Matt Gates. you think they're not going to spin this that is just as bad as Trump? And so the, yeah, the he... lie gets out there, people believe it, just like that Donaldson person, whatever his name is. Byron. What's his name? Byron, Byron Donalds. Byron I saw him also. He was at the, uh, the fight on the floor, too, yeah. wasn't he amazing. was nominated for speaker a number well, of times. by two people. Yeah. He's been uh, the new darling. One of the 15 rounds. But, I mean, darling what I'm just saying is that the party. lying has been so invasive, mm-hmm. so ubiquitous, mm-hmm. that no one will believe the truth anymore. And that, that you can put that at the at the feet of Donald Trump, who started the lying. So What started yeah. the lying? You, she's saying that Donald Trump started lying in yeah. politics? This is a classic, He's the one who invented it? This is a classic what? left move, as they blame but, others for doing exactly what they do. Yeah, but Donald got, we all know Donald Trump's a crook and a liar. Yeah, right. Now, Biden, let's do. look at his past, sure. his long career, yeah. and, and the things and, that he said in, in his reverse stone. And I don't know. I, I apologize to all the tweets out there. I've heard about security at Mar-a-Lago or whatever, and it's pretty intense as far as getting in and getting around. This was just at an office at Penn. Okay, I, I think the point is so different. You can't go well. Well, now Biden's not a liar, but he is. So we we'll yes. give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, let's let's that. land there a minute. That's if you want to say that Donald Trump doesn't always tell the truth, you are correct. He doesn't. I don't know that he's a thief. Now, that part, I don't know any evidence on that. 
But are we really trying to sign it with a straight face? There fa- isn't any evidence. How about this? Uh, on it, with a straight face, are we honestly saying that Joe Biden is an honest man yeah. who, who, who is clean as a whistle? His family, they're a bunch of rogues. Yeah. The things he's done with the, the, the influence mm-hmm. that he has in these offices for 50 years is dirty. He's lied so many times we couldn't we couldn't even put together a montage because there's not enough time in a segment. It's okay for you to say you don't like Donald Trump, but you lose some credibility when you present Joe Biden as this <laughs> honest, hardworking politician that has everybody's interests but his own at the forefront and, and him having classified documents out for everybody to see at a think tank at Penn that we shouldn't be concerned about that because of their character. He, she's basically saying in two places classified documents were lying out, but one's from an evil, evil uh, man, and the other's from a very kind, honest man, so we give the kind, honest man the benefit of the doubt. The Bidens? Mm-hmm. What? Wow. Do you know anything about the Bidens? Anything at all? No. You do, but you're just pretending because you prefer politically the Democratic Party. We, I mean, we can all see through this. Yeah, you Rick, don't have someone, any someone who has got to become a multimillionaire with many, many homes by being a meager public servant for his whole life. And call someone a liar while lying. And, and remember, we impeached Trump for trying to go to a foreign leader, among other things, and get information on Biden. Remember, that was the Ukraine. We forget that. Do you remember Joe Biden who called and said, no missiles for you until we get rid of this prosecutor that I don't like, who did the same thing? He bragged about it. Yeah, bragged about it. But not a word said about Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And And on the honest thing, has anybody, and if I'm wrong, I'll own it, if anybody can find documentation. Has there been? And this is the, you know he's lied about a lot of other things, but let's just take something you can't even get around. You know, if I was a lawyer in a courtroom, you know how they like to establish yeah, that you'll lie, right? Even they'll come up with something that you go, well, that wasn't a big deal, well, but you lied, but you did lie. All right. So has anyone heard Joe Biden say, at one time I believed marriage was between a man and a woman, and due to conviction or research, I acknowledge I once said that. And I'm not lying by saying something different now. I just changed my mind based on me evolving as a person. Has anybody got that anywhere? Has he ever said that? No. Mm-hmm. All right. No. At one time, I believed that life began at conception because I'm Catholic. But over time, I've studied and researched the science, and I've, I've met with some women, and, and my heart changed. And now I believe that there should be abortion on demand. Has he ever said that? No. It was a process of changing no. his mind? No. No. At one time, he said one thing, and now he says something different, and he's never explained why. It's yeah. just expedient. That's called lying. Politically yeah. expedient. Right, yeah. That's that's um Yeah, if he acknowledged what he had said yeah, before. Has he given us the process of how he changed his view? He really hasn't. Yeah. Uh we'll be back. 866 We Be Big is our number. The website's Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the Rick and Bubba information. Would you like to get content on your own time too? Uh, we have a podcast channel and also a YouTube channel that has live and archives. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I thought, man, these people like camping. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know the word nibble was an afternoon delight.
I just, now that I can see the lyrics coming up. Is I, it really? Yeah, it really is. I miss that. I, I did too. I didn't know. Nibble? I, I thought they were eating by the campfire. Well, they really were. Uh, so anyway, uh, Bubba, tell, tell us about uh, this uh, green comet thing. Rick, a recently <laughs> discovered comet will soon make its appearance in the night sky for the first time in 50,000 years. All wow, right, wow. Greg. Discovered on March the 2nd, 2022, by astronomers at the Palomar Observatory mm-hmm. in San Diego. The comet will make its closest approach to the sun on January the 12th, mm-hmm. which is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comet has an orbit around the sun that passes through the outer reaches of the solar system, which is why it has taken such a long time for it to get back to Earth and swing by, and it'll be 50,000 years before we see it again. How about that? Uh, stargazers in the northern hemisphere using telescopes and binoculars should uh, look to the northeast horizon just before midnight to spot it on January the 12th. Uh, the closest it will actually get to the Earth is between February the 1st and 2nd when it will get within 26 million miles. That's that's fairly close. And that's a lot of numbers they've thrown out there. Well, and, uh, you know, in, in space terms. So, so, Bubba, we weren't alive when it came the first time, and we won't be alive when, if it comes again. That is correct. That is correct. So one shot, 50,000 years. So who's going to be here to check it? Well, I will. Uh, yeah, I mean. Greg, hey, you I, know, I said 50,000 years. You were wrong. I, I want to tell you, we, you know, we don't get to sit out around a campfire a whole lot, but we did yeah, this weekend a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we were looking at the stars and trying to identify them. You could see Stargate. Mars because it was obviously red. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we checked it with the app we've got. and. We saw Jupiter and uh, uh, the Big Dipper, and you know it's Orion's it's, just, it's kind of cool <laughs> getting out there and seeing. Uh, we could see the Milky Way. You could see it. You know the the, the cut of it. It was so Damn dark. Man. So that was kind of neat. Joy s'mores. <laughs> no, you know I usually cut s'mores short. I just eat the marshmallows. Do I get tired you, of. I remember you did too much work. I know you did at the Christmas yeah. party. Yeah, I just rather eat marshmallows. Yeah, I think you by fire. I think you've answered my question. Can I ask you a question about yeah. the s'more? Yeah. Are you an anti-smoreite because of the mess and the complexity, or you don't really care about the taste? You're fine with just the marshmallow. Uh, one, I don't want to take the time to do it. I'd rather just eat the marshmallow. Have you ever ate a chocolate, two, the chocolate part after the marshmallow? And, and two, I'm not a big graham cracker fan. I mean, it's good oh, in some things, oh, but I don't like really? just a graham cracker. You never had graham crackers with peanut butter? Ooh, uh, oh. I, I've had all that stuff, and it, it's okay. It's I mean, about, I'm not saying I'm anti. About, I'll a, eat about it. a five? Yeah, I'm just not fired up about it. But you do reach mm-hmm. down there and break a little of that chocolate bar. I'll throw it in. No, I will eat the chocolate bar. Absolutely. So yeah. you eat, but I love marshmallows. Just, I mean, I, I don't not, know how they can be bad for you. They're mostly air. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, not they're actually good. good for you. Really? No, you think, I don't think that. Yeah, a marshmallow. Pure sugar. Uh, a marshmallow. It, it 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 is simple. You're right about that. It's sugar. <laughs> what about the it, jar? It's a sugar cube. What about the jar of whipped marshmallow? What oh, about that? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's How about you, that? That's when somebody means business. <laughs> I've made s'mores with Ruby the last two nights in a row. That's How'd probably not very oh, messy. Hey, look for the comet. Healthy, but man, we have a great time. Hey, look for the green comet. So messy. But I think where you are, you don't want to work to eat. You know what I mean? You I agree. Just, no. Too I'm many moving parts. Yeah. I'm enjoying being around the campfire. I'll just pop a few, uh, you know, marshmallows and be good with it. No need to get all fancy with it. One of my favorite things, which is why we love the Gray's format, I, I I sometimes will even desire a meal that I'm just not willing to prepare. Yeah. But if oh, you yeah. had stuff just laying out on the table that I could just pick it up and eat, I'll always go to there. Well, I make Betty yeah. mad sometimes because I'll eat things cold, and she wants to warm everything in the oven. Right, yeah. And if I'm going to warm it, the worst I'm going to do is microwave. I mean, I'm not taking time to heat the oven yeah. up. Y'all eat leftover pizza out of the fridge or yes. heat it up? Both. Yes. 
Both. Yeah, I'll eat it out of the fridge while I'm waiting on it to heat up. <laughs> so I'll do both. Can I, I mean, I what yeah. you do. It just you depends on what mood I'm in. Can I go? Yeah. Can I ask a star uh, back to Bubba and his stars? Can I ask That's him good. a good yeah. question? Yeah, of course. Go right ahead. How, how far do you go with it when you're stargazing? To Greg's point, he brought up Orion. Okay, do you mm-hmm. really get specific on stars like Sirius and Orion and Capella, or do you? Oh. I mean, are you really showing out in that world, or are you just focus on other planets? Uh, well, it just depends what's visible. Usually, I mean, if I'm looking up, but I you go, can, like, I go, there's on. the Little Dipper, and it's rising, so I know the Big Dipper's coming behind so, it. But do you get and, and specific I, on what those are? I don't know the. Well, answer. we were. We, these, this is what so. happened. So we're looking. I go, that star obviously has a red tint to it. That must be Mars. And someone in the group pulls out an app and goes, that right, is Mars. Right. And what is this one over here? I said, well, it's very bright. It's probably Jupiter. Well, it right. is Jupiter. Right. And then, you know, where's Polaris, the northern star? Well, okay, we're, so we're looking for it. Let me know? ask you so this. I'm not, I'm not constellation heavy. Uh, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I don't I want really to know. know I'm more of the planets, it. I guess. Other than the Dipper, I could never see them. Okay. I know. I just like to look up. Big Bear. Um, do you see that star that you you bald and named after Betty? No, I don't see. <laughs> Y'all remember that no. service and <laughs> yeah. star? Oh, yeah, Greg, I was actually. I really out. don't feel like they were licensed to sell it. I don't think they were. Yeah. Uh, we, we continue. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, Jimmy in Jefferson County. Jimmy, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Yeah. Good morning, man. I just wanted to uh, let you all know, as a representative out of Jefferson County, Alabama, that. We will begin a petition today to change the name of Fairfield and Midfield to Fair Practicum and Mid Practicum. <laughs> That's good. That's great. Well, I mean, where are we, we going with all this? Yeah, seriously, it's like a joke. It's like they're not it's serious, a, right? It's like a a, a so skit. like a parody skit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a TikTok thing. Let's do this and see if anybody believes it. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really don't. Don in Clanton, Alabama. Don, go ahead. Yes, sir. Hey, good morning. I was calling a reference to the uh, what Bubba was talking about, the military and COVID shots when they were forced to get it. My son did have to do this. He was in the Navy Reserves. And four months ago, he did have a heart attack. Thank God he survived, and he, we still have him. But wow. uh, the doctor actually put on a statement, uh, discharge paperwork, that it was the cause from the COVID shot, Johnson & Johnson shot. Uh, let me, can I ask you this? Was, wow. Did he have any heart issues prior to this at all no sir no sir he was the type of individual if you told me he had to run the marathon he would challenge you and go for it now let me go back to I what mean, you said what's really important here don bubba's question you you clarified that you just said something that i haven't heard mm-hmm. the doctor actually put on the paperwork that he linked the two yes sir hmm. now that's the j and j right isn't that the one you're allowed yeah. to be critical of? I mean, I'm not sure, but um, yeah. So, well, we we keep hearing these, and, and see that, like your example, and I'm sorry you've had to go through that. Yeah. is a reason we should be able to ask about the Air Force cadet about Demar Hamlin. Was that involved? Because we're hearing stories like this everywhere, and if that's the case. Why are we not talking about it? Why are we not looking at it? Why are we not trying to solve the problem instead of politically, we can't have this sweep it under the rug? If there's a problem with it, let's address it. Maybe there's something we can do. Maybe there's feedback we can get from this that we can fix it and make that shot better. Absolutely. 
So that's well, yeah. I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent on this and everything. I mean, thank God we still have him around, but he has all the hardware in his chest now. Yeah, for the rest of his life, no doubt. And uh, and right. I and I know others who've had uh, athletes that had a negative response to it. Uh, the Myro, which you were talking about, cardiitis. Yeah, whatever, and and uh, you know, it's uh, yeah. I I just I don't know why I, when, when we're not transparent on these kind of things, it, it's it's not good. It's not going to help people. Yeah, the myocarditis thing that uh, everybody keeps talking about is inflation of the heart. Yep. Uh, something I just learned recently is that uh, you never hear about people getting heart cancer, right? Because it doesn't happen. Hearts don't get cancer, um, but in exchange for that, when hearts, like you have, say you have a heart attack or some kind of event like that, your heart scars, and that scarring is permanent. Right. So when they were talking about initially these initial reports of myocarditis happening and, and them saying, oh, this is just a temporary thing, that just is not factual because just the way the heart works. Now, Bubba, with your liver, uh, livers get cancer, but they also regenerate. Yes. Hearts don't yeah. do that. Hearts don't right. get cancer, but in, in exchange for that, they scar and they scar for life. And that is what we're seeing, and uh, and it's concerning. As a vaccinated person, I got the Johnson & Johnson because... I believed at the time it would keep me from getting infected and passing it. Well, that's I, what you were told. That's uh, what I was yeah, told. I, yeah. uh, I am dreading. So you guys know during the breaks on YouTube, I play old shows. I am dreading getting to the COVID phase of our lives because we were told so many incorrect things. I feel like I'm going to jump on in a, in one of the breaks and encourage people to get vaccinated. And then I'm going to have to say on the break, in the break, hey guys, I didn't know at the time. And does that make sense? I am dreading no, getting no, to that. No, look, point. hey, we, there's so many times we can only, first of all, we all change. Uh, of course, I like, unlike, like I talked about with the president, if I've changed my view on something, I usually will acknowledge that at one time I'd said something different. Yeah. And here's why I changed the way I say things. Uh, we all have things that at the time, um, either we either we weren't where we were as a person or we were going off all the information we had at the time. And you see that throughout history. There's nothing you can do. You can't go grab forward, grab information, and then pull it into where you are. Now, what I don't understand is you can't look at information that's behind you in the past and, and use it. I don't know why we don't sometimes. Uh, but there's nothing you can really do about that, Adler. I mean, yeah, you, it was you, a fluid situation. Yeah. And I think all of us know that we were only doing – yeah. With what we the information we had at the time, I mean we're we're so much further down the road now. We know a whole lot more than we did then. Well, but, I, I mean we couldn't just not talk about. And it. And I think we have on this show. Maybe there's been some times. Maybe that's not true. But I know us now. We really are working on not overreacting one way or the other. We're working on let's see how this goes. And I think in the beginning, one of the things. And please hear me. I I have family. I have friends, and I have people that I completely trust in the medical field, and they're wonderful, really, really smart people. But I had always been in the world of I trust them completely. I can't lie. I really don't trust completely anymore um, because, because I know now that we were being told things that were not true or that they could not say because they didn't have all the that research. That couldn't be true. Yeah. It couldn't be yeah, true. So enough. now, unfortunately, I'm not as confident in, in in things that I'm being told to do medically as I once was. I'm not saying that that's even legitimate. I'm just telling you it happened. Well, you you, you, know, know, you need to review everything yeah, and right. get second and third opinion. Well, before I wouldn't, before I would go, well, look, I mean, this is, this is a doctor, and they know what they're doing, and – I didn't question it. I didn't get, I, you know, I know they always say get a second yeah. opinion, but I'm talking about 
now you're, you're looking around everything they're doing and go, hey, now why are you doing that? Yeah. What, what is this? Uh, now I heard you, you need to do your research, and some of it can be bad too, yeah. but it's just it, 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 it was not a good time in our history. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. We'll get you up to date with all the news that you need to know about and only a way Rick and Bubba can do it. And it's time for Bubba to get a haircut. All tomorrow on the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.